Good morning. It is Wednesday, the 10th of May, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Let's begin today. Hey, wait, almost forgot. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Thanks for keeping me honest. I love getting to meet with you all in the morning, and I love that we're all meeting together with Jesus. And that's why we begin every day with a prayer of consecration, this sense of turning our eyes, our minds, our hearts, our bodies, our everything to him. We can start that way. There's a good chance that we can persist throughout the day in that way. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is entitled, The Man on the Middle Cross Said I Could Come. Our text is from Romans chapter 4, verses 9 to 12. Hear the word of the Lord. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all who believe, but have not been circumcised, in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised, who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. So what does this have to do with Abraham and circumcision and all that is in today's text? The 11 most powerful words in the fourth chapter of Romans, if not in the whole letter, maybe the whole Bible, there I go again, are these. Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. 
circumcision, not required. Law, not required. Good works, not required. So far, so good. Let's take it a step further. Sinner's prayer, not required. Baptism, not required. Going to church, not required. The only thing required, believing God. Truth number one, we bring nothing. Truth number two, God brings everything. And when we can finally get our mind wrapped around truth number one and number two, then we will have something. It is through that something we become the kind of people through whom God can do anything. So what is that something? It is faith. It is not believing in God or believing in a set of doctrines about God, true as they may be, but believing God. Alistair Begg, senior pastor of Cleveland's Parkside Church, preached a rousing sermon on the thief of the cro- on the cross. He remembered the interchange between the two thieves on either side of Jesus at Calvary. Then he recalled the one thief's plea to Jesus to, quote, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus' merciful response, Today you will be with me in paradise. Beg imagines the wild interchange in heaven when the thief arrives. Think about the thief on the cross. What an immense, I can't wait to find that fellow one day to ask him, how did that shake out for you? Because you were cussing the guy out with your friend. You'd never been in a Bible study. You'd never got baptized. You didn't know a thing about church membership. And yet, and yet, you made it. You made it. How did you make it? That's what the angel must have said. You know, like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Well, because I don't know. Well, you know, excuse me, let me get my supervisor. They go to get the supervisor angel. So we've just a few questions for you. First of all, are you clear on the doctrine of justification by faith? The guy says, I've never heard of it in my life. And what about, let's just go to the doctrine of Scripture immediately. This guy's just staring. And eventually, in frustration, he says, On what basis are you here? And he said, The man on the middle cross said, I can come. Now, that is the only answer. That is the only answer. And if I don't preach the gospel to myself all day and every day, then I will find myself beginning to trust myself, trust my experience, which is part of my fallenness as a man. If I take my eyes off the cross, 
I can then give only lip service to its efficacy while at the same time living as if my salvation depends upon me. And as soon as you go there, it will lead you either to abject despair or a horrible kind of arrogance. And it is only the cross of Christ that deals both with the dreadful depths of despair and the pretentious arrogance of the pride of man that says, you know, I can figure this out, and I'm doing wonderfully well. No. Because the sinless Savior died, my sinful soul is counted free. For God the just is satisfied to look on him and pardon me. The man on the middle cross said, I could come. So that's an extended excerpt from that sermon that I just shared with you. I'd love it if you'd go look at today's email. I've linked to the actual YouTube video of that clip. It is profound, and he does it far better than I do. But you get the point. Our prayer today. Abba Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Blessed Holy Spirit, have mercy on us sinners. We pray with Charles Wesley. Depth of mercy can there be. Mercy still reserved for me. Can my God his wrath forbear? Me, the chief of sinners, spare. We confess we bring nothing to the cross while you bring everything. Today, we know I. I receive your everything in exchange for my nothing. I receive the gift of your grace by my wholehearted faith. Indeed, We all say with the thief, the man on the middle cross said I could come. Thank you for receiving my faith and crediting it to me as righteousness. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question. Do you struggle with adding requirements to the grace of God for yourself, for others? Why? Is it enough that the man on the middle cross said you could come? Do you believe God? And for our hymn today, We're going to sing the magisterial hymn. We've already alluded to it in our entry, referenced in the comment. The hymn is Before the Throne of God Above. It's hymn number 275 in our Seedbed Hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. And 
Let's sing it with the gravity of gratitude it commands. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands, My name is written on his heart. I know that while in heaven he stands, no tongue can bid me thence depart. No tongue can bid me thence depart. When Satan tempts me to despair, And tells me of the guilt within. Upward I look and see him there. Who made an end of all my sin. Because the sinless Savior died. My sinful soul is counted free. For God the just is satisfied to look on him and pardon me. To look on him and pardon me. Behold him there, the risen Lamb, my perfect spotless righteousness. The great unchangeable I am, the King of glory and of grace. One with himself I cannot die. My soul is purchased by his blood. My life is hid with Christ on high. With Christ my Savior and my God. With Christ my Savior and my God. Wow. That is a powerful hymn. Good gracious. That's that's meat right there, my friends. That's solid meat. Let's keep singing that today. Well, it's time to hit the fields. That's what we're sowing today. We're sowing the seeds that come from the fruit of that song. And it's just emanating from your face. Yeah. People are going to look on you and see him. So. I look for you on the field. Guys, quick P.S. We are up to 200 days sponsored on the wake-up call. We got 165 to go. We got 44 days to get there. I just want to say thank you to the 200 who've sponsored a day or a part of a day. And any gift that you all can sense the Lord saying yes to is welcome. Doesn't have to be a full day. It could be Part of a day. Hey, it could also be a week, and some people have done that. But this this wake up call, guys, it's bearing fruit 
okay, all over the world. And it's going to seed in many places. So if you should sense the Lord saying invest, I'd love it if you would take a day. A dollar a day is what it is, $365. Sounds like a lot, $365. It is a lot, but it's a dollar a day. And I know I waste at least a dollar a day every day on something frivolous. Well, that's enough, okay? That's all I'm going to say there today. I love you, and I'm delighted to be sowing for a great awakening with you. And as for that awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 